the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Christy Stratton, accredited divorce coach. Hi, friends. We're back with another show talking about men and divorce. Why? Because it's an important topic and one that doesn't get enough coverage, in my opinion. This episode originally aired in 2020, and our guest, psychotherapist Jeff Stuckey, shared such helpful information that we wanted to share it again. Last week was part one, and this week it's part two. So go back and listen to last week's show on podcast if you missed it. And stay with us now because you'll want to hear what we have to say. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Everybody's been down, hit the bottom, hit the ground. Ooh, you're not alone. Just take a breath, don't forget, hang on to his promises. He wants you to know you're Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is here to be your go-to educational and informational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. Her guests will bring you important insights and information, helping you make better decisions through this process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, and give you hope. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton starts now. And here's your host, Christy Stratton. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Stratton, and I'm so very happy that you are here with us today. If this is the first time you are joining us, a very special welcome to you. And if you are back again with us this week, welcome to you, too. And thank you all so much for listening. This show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing because it can be an overwhelming life event for everyone involved. We're not here to coach you to get a divorce or give you legal advice, but what we are here to do is to walk the path with you wherever it may lead. And we bring you specialists who can help you make better decisions during this time, provide you information and resources, give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that can bring out your worst and give you hope. I am so very happy that you are joining us today. Jeff Stuckey is back with us to continue our series, Men and Divorce, Courage Through the Crisis. If you were here with us last week, you heard a little bit about Jeff before we got started with our conversation. So hang with us here. I'm going to share that again for those who might be tuning in for the first time today. Jeff Stuckey is a well-respected therapist with over 20 years of experience. Jeff focuses on marriage relationships and specifically the role men play in taking responsibility for their marriage and then individually becoming the best man he can become while leaving a powerful legacy. Jeff is one of the men behind a proven program that does just this. It supports men as they take charge of their lives and become intentionally man-made. So here's what we're after with this series, Courage Through the Crisis, Men and Divorce. It's it's our goal to shed light on the experience men have 
as their marriage ends and as they go through the divorce process and ultimately what they can and what they need to do to grow through the process so that it becomes a defining moment that is good for them and their family, not a bad one. It's also intended to give men and those who walk beside them through this process information and resources to help them go through the dissolution of their marriage and rebuild their lives courageously. We're also looking at the experiences men have through divorce, as well as the commonalities and differences of that experience as compared to women. And, you know, I'd guess we often see others' experiences through our own. And one thing I know for sure It's that others' experiences, well, they aren't ours. (laughs) It's only when we take the time to inquire about what they are experiencing will we begin to know what it's like for them. So in part, this series is also intended to open eyes to what others go through when they are touched by divorce and maybe, I hope, bring about understanding, compassion, and support for men going through the dissolution of a marriage. If you missed the first two episodes of the series, you can still easily hear them. You can find them on uh, your favorite podcast app or on kkht.com under the podcast tab under programs. Look for the shows dated September 5th and September 12th. Now, a recap of last week's show. We talked about some words and I've put those words into a sort of formula and uh, sort of describes it at a very minimum because uh, mathematicians out there, well, it's really not a formula, but it is a way that maybe we can uh, help you see the connections we came to on the show last week. So here it goes. Unrecoverable plus stuck plus awareness plus doing the work plus acceptance equals courage. And you might be going, okay, Christy, that makes no sense whatsoever. Now, let me tell you what it means. It means that if you are in this place where you feel like all is unrecoverable and that you are stuck, hang on. If you follow the next steps of that so-called formula, you'll find hope and something even greater than that. So once you are, once you realize that you're in that unrecoverable place, and maybe you're doing so by hearing the show and last week's show, and you're in that stuck place, and then you face it, you are in a place of awareness. And that's a good place to be. Now we add doing the work, uh, as we've called it in the show. And that we said was getting help. Therapy is the key here. And you can start by, you know, starting with Jeff's program, becomingmanmade.com. Or if therapy is not it, a pastor or a coach. In doing so, you begin to accept reality. And folks, that formula, it does bring you hope. And it is also courageous. As Jeff said in the series, admitting that you need help is courageous. And I hope that you can really hear that. Here's the bottom line. Conflict in your marriage can be hard. Divorce can be hard. You won't ever hear me say it's not, but you can recover. You can get unstuck. You've got to come to awareness, do the work and accept your reality and friends doing so is courageous. I also said that we'd look at anything else that comes up along the way in the series. And that's what we'll be doing today. And while we didn't directly speak to this in the, in the last two shows, I do want to bring up an important topic. And that topic is what happens before divorce. And further, it's this, saving your marriage. Today, we're going to start by looking at what you can possibly do to save your marriage. 
ultimately, friends, that's what we want for you. I don't advocate divorce. I will say that it's the right option sometimes. So in this show, though, today, it's my hope that if we talk about some conflict and communication in marriages, we can help save some marriages. And if you can't save it, at least you'll learn some communication tips that can help you move through the process in a better way. Then we'll take a step back into divorce and take a look at commonalities between men and women in divorce. And we'll also talk more about what we need to do to support men as they traverse divorce. And there you have it, my friends. That's our plan for the hour. And Jeff, thanks again for joining us. Glad you are here. Always my pleasure. And thank you again for having me. Yes, it's it's. I'm getting used to chatting with you. So uh, I won't put you on the spot again, but we'll just have to make it happen after this one. So so we've covered a lot of ground in divorce, Jeff, and we will step back into that. But I want to, as I was preparing for the show, I thought, okay, let's let's do this. Because one of the places we work with people is in considering divorce. And you know, in considering divorce, I'm going to call that pre-divorce. And maybe, maybe, maybe we don't have to get to divorce. And if we can help some save some marriages, then that's our intent too. And so I want to take that step back, pre-divorce. Can you help us understand what do men need to know or do that can help change the direction of their marriages if they think they might be headed toward divorce? Well, I think one thing would be to consider what you and I have been talking about is one of the crises for us is being uncomfortable with vulnerable emotions, Mm -hmm. that we're okay being happy and we're okay being angry, but sadness, fear, those more vulnerable emotions, we're very uncomfortable with those because we're so outcome-oriented and we don't like vulnerable emotions. We can put way too much pressure on our spouse for their emotional status being an indication of how healthy or unhealthy the marriage is. And as a result of that, we can find ourselves in a place of frustration. Why can't I make you happy? Or worthlessness, I'm unable to make you happy. But probably, Christy, the most common thing that I hear, and I hear this all of the time, is, well, we've simply fallen out of love. Mm. And I, I think that that is just a misconception that one, and this would be an exhaustive topic, we have a misconception of what love is. But two, I think we have a misconception of what happens in relationships. And one of the challenges that I make with men is I will say to them, The second law of thermodynamics is that any system unacted on will move from a state of order to disorder. If a body without exercise goes from being in shape to out of shape, a car that isn't maintained is coming apart. A marriage is a system. And a system unacted on will move from order to disorder. How have you acted on your marriage mm. to keep it in shape, to stay connected, to cultivate trust and intimacy? These are powerful, powerful connections. And there are lots of things that you can do to act on that system. And this feeling of being out of love is probably more 
rightly described as a feeling of just being disconnected. And your partner is probably doing, feeling a lot of the same things, feeling taken for granted, feeling like they don't care. And rather than getting lost in that, let me challenge you to find some ways that you can act on that system, do some things to create connection, do some things to keep this from moving to that ultimate state of disorder, which is divorce. You know, there. Uh, I, I now want to do a whole show on this because there's so much in there. Um, but what interesting, what I pulled out of that, going back to that wonderful formula I created, uh, but you helped me create, is to me that formula could even be applied here, pre-divorce. You see where you might feel like you're in an unrecoverable place. It feels stuck. You've got to come to that acceptance. Now do the work. And what, oh, you know, well, you've got the awareness, then you've got the acceptance. You're going to do the work in there. And what work are you going to do? And that is courageous to save your marriage. And so, folks, uh, yeah, we're talking about divorce here. But one of the things we talk about in considering divorce is, you know, we want you to look at it eyes wide open and completely try to step back into your divorce that's what we want for you. And and so we'll, we, we're talking with Jeff Stuckey today, a uh, psychotherapist who works with men and marriages. And one of the things we want for you is to save your marriage. And we've talked about how what we're talking about can even apply beforehand. And so we're going to find out how to reach Jeff and some programs that he have that may help you. But when we come back, we're going to finish up this topic and then we'll move into back into divorce. So stay tuned with us. Hopefully lots of learning lots of growth so that you can be in a good place in this in this process or find a better place for yourself so uh come on back you don't want to miss it in the mirror all i see is who i don't want to be Remind me. a divorce can change your whole world including your financial picture the more you know and the better you understand your options the more likely you are to make sound financial decisions Learn how to build a solid financial strategy today that may help you provide greater security and flexibility in the future. Morgan Stanley Financial Advisor Gary Wolf can help. Contact Gary Wolf today at 281-362-4706 to get started. That's 281-362-4706. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, Morgan Stanley, its affiliates, and Morgan Stanley Financial Advisors do not provide legal advice. Clients should consult their attorney for legal matters. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. 
If you've gone through or are going through divorce, you know it can leave you in a dark financial hole, feeling very confused and afraid. But there's hope. Her Sherman is a financial coach and works with those navigating the financial decisions of divorce. Whether it's eliminating debt or creating your financial wellness, you want Hirsch on your team. Hirsch's easy process helps you see the reality of your financial situation and make better decisions. Stop the suffering and get out of that financial black hole. Contact Hirsch today. Go to lifecycle.financial. That's lifecycle.financial. You'll be so grateful you did. Hello again, friends. We continue talking about men and divorce today. This episode originally aired in 2020, and our guest psychotherapist Jeff Stuckey shared such helpful information that we wanted to share it again. Last week was part one, and this week it's part two. So go back and listen to last week's show on podcast if you missed it. And stay tuned because you'll want to hear the rest of the show. You don't want me singing. <laughs> Maybe you do. Uh, my shower says it does. It likes me singing, but not really. You, you guys out there listening may not. But uh, that song is, uh, I think, if memory serves, Jackie Velasquez, and uh, you can, we can make a difference. And um, so handpick songs for this show to find a way to lift us up in a time that is can be challenging. And, you know, um, I was reviewing the script with someone earlier today and uh, we were talking about that can be. And uh, the particular person said, well, it is. And, uh, you know, I make that distinction because we can make it better. Right. And 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 versus um, we can make a difference. So that song, that's where it all ties together. Versus it is hard and it's always going to be hard and it's terrible and it's awful. Yeah, it's terrible and it's awful and it really is hard. But what we're talking about and what we always talk about on this show is your mindset and the way that you look at the situation. And folks, right now we're talking with Jeff Stuckey and we're talking about how we can look at our, you know, the pre-divorce phase and hopefully never a divorce, right? Um, I know one thing, if I ever have the opportunity to be married again, uh, I, that will be off the table. That word will not be uh, a mentionable thing for for me. Uh, I didn't get that last time around. I get it this time. And one of the things going consciously into a marriage, if I ever do that again, I will have really begun to understand what we were just talking about in the first segment, or at least I believe that I understand, is that we have a misconception around love. And oftentimes I talk about, we think it's hearts and flowers and this feeling, but it really is a choice. And one of the, uh, the, the choice friends, if you go back to the Bible and you go to, um, I, I hope I'm going to say, I think it's Ephesians five twenty five, and really how men and women are to be in a marriage. And if we could get back there and, I'm going to share uh, a book that is very important to me, and I think it really speaks to this matter because, again, we want to make a difference in your lives. We want to help you save marriages. If then you can't save the marriage, you step into a divorce, then um, then how can we make it as as good of a process as possible? As I say, a uh, defining moment good versus a defining moment bad. That book is called Love and Respect. It's by uh, Emerson, I try to say this, Egrich. It's so Emerson, E G G E R I C H S. And friends, you know, whether you're divorcing or trying to save your marriage, 
it's worth it to read this book. Whether you have a Christian faith or not, uh, believe in Jesus, it's worth it to read this. Uh, in the book, they talk about this crazy cycle. And, and in fact, Jeff, I'd love to ask you about it. I know you, we talked about off air that you know a little bit about the book. Um, I heard you say disconnected. That's kind of where we're at when we feel like we're out of love. And and so I'm wondering if it has anything with this love and respect kind of crazy cycle that we find ourselves in. What do you think about that? Well, it, it most certainly does. When we feel disconnected, I mean, we are social beings. I mean, think about even in the creation passage, God created man, saw that he was alone, and declared that this is not good. Um, so that's, I mean, that's pre-fall. That's an emphasis on how we are designed for connection. And one of the things that happens is when we start to feel disconnected, it, it then all love stops, respect stops. We start to become defensive. Uh, those kinds of those kinds of things. Um, and so, one of the things that I find where men struggle, because again, we're outcome oriented, right? So mm-hmm. we need we want achievement, we want a goal, we want something that we can accomplish. But then, so that be that's our wife, right? So she's she's the barometer of success or failure. Right. So then the other the other thing that we struggle with is uncomfortable, vulnerable emotions. And so I come home and my, my wife has a bad day. Well, but I'm uncomfortable with those vulnerable emotions. And also she's the barometer of if I am a success or failure. Mm. So, Christy, at that moment, I stop being a partner. And I get in this position of saying, I'm taking her vulnerable, her vulnerable feelings make me feel uncomfortable. So I'm taking that personally. What's wrong? How do I? So referring back to last week's show, I hand her a Kleenex, right? Right. I'm uncomfortable with that emotion. And so I take it personally. Mm. And then I start asking the question, what do you, what do I need? What do you need? Honey, what do you need? That sounds like the right question, but she doesn't want me to have to ask. Mm. John Gottman has this exercise called love mapping, and I think it is the most profound exercise that a man in particular can engage in, and that is learning your wife as well or better than she knows herself. Mm. So that when she's in that place of discomfort, when she's in that place of expressing vulnerable emotion, first and foremost, I'm not taking it personally. Right. Oh, this must mean that I'm a lousy husband or I failed again or something else. I'm comfortable in her vulnerability. But then I also know what she needs. I'm able to give it to her. Mm. And if she says, hey, you jerk, that's what I, not what I need. Why did you think that I need that? Rather than reacting to that, she must needed to get that emotion off. And so I'm able to get into a place where, one, she's no longer the emotional barometer of our marriage, and two, I'm able to be there for her no matter what. And so if love mapping is something that, you as a husband 
are not familiar with. I would Google John Gottman, Google love mapping, and get to work. Because she wants you to be there for her, especially in those times of emotional discomfort, and for you to not take that personally. Some great resources. So, guys, uh, John Gottman, Google that, um, Love Mapping. So definitely another good resource with uh, love and respect. You know, um, there's so many different places I want to go with this, but um, one of the things I wonder then, as a husband taking this lead in this role, uh, to go and find out about his wife. I'm wondering how that plays with outcome orientation. It's certainly a process, but it, it's like if I say to my wife, hey, what do you want for your birthday? And she tells me and I go buy it and she opens the present and she's like, oh, goody, look, you got me what I asked you to get me for my birthday. Mm-hmm. There's just an aspect of that unintentionally that just undermines the expression of love. And so when I become assertive as a husband, I want to know you. I'm going to learn you. I want to understand you. I want to know what your preferences are. I want to know what you like. I want to know what you... Now, it doesn't mean that I'm, I'm going to get it a 100% right. But when I approach it with that level of assertiveness, that's what my wife wants from me 99 times out of 100, active participation. Mm. She wants a partner. She wants somebody that will enter into the uncomfortable emotions with her and be willing to be there and vice versa. We need this just as well. You know, the flip side of that coin is, Christy, on our side, we have to do the work. We have to expand our emotional vocabulary. It can't just be good and angry. Right. We have to explore what we're like when we're sad. We have to explore what we're like when we're fearful and anxious. And then we have to also let her enter into those times with us. It's, you know, one of the passages in the Bible that I think is so useful for marriage is the notion of being unequally yoked. And I think oftentimes we interpret that as a believer not being married to a non-believer, and I think there is that implication to it, but I also think that it goes beyond that, because in ancient culture, the ox was everything. I mean, in an agrarian-based society, taking care of the ox was the most important thing. So if you put a weak ox with a stronger ox, the only thing that's going to happen is the strong ox is going to break both of their necks. Yeah. And so what we want is partnership. We want, we want to be in life together with someone that is pulling with the equal weight that we are. And I think oftentimes... Our spouse, our wives, feel too much responsibility to make the decision, to be okay, to be in the right, all of those different kinds of things, because we have these crises that we as men aren't effectively dealing with. Yeah, 
and all of it sounds really complicated <laughs> and but very important and i think you've just shed light on some very important areas and one of the things that we were talking about is what can we do to save marriages and to take it back to that formula is you know this show is to help you you know bring eyes wide open and so maybe you're hearing some things here that you're not in an un- unrecoverable place, not in a stuck place, that if you can accept where you are, get some help, do the work. Um, these books, these resources that we're talking about, Love and Respect and John, John Gottman, um, uh, Love Mapping, uh, then then maybe we can come to that equal place. But I'm going to tell you, my friends, one of the most important places you need to go is God putting God first, your relationship next, because then that takes the pressure off the either either the person being what you might think you need them to be. And and so we need to come back together and find that those commonalities. And in fact, that's what we're going to begin to talk about in the next segment are, are those commonalities, because ultimately we want to save marriages. But uh, if you're going to go through divorce, you know, having it be for good. All right. So you guys, more when you come back and we're going to talk about the commonalities. Stay tuned. Here's today's two-minute tip. As we continue to talk about men and divorce and also take a moment to talk about saving marriages, I thought it might be helpful to give you a communication tip that can definitely help well in any communication with men and women and anyone really, and about any topic. So folks, it just works. (laughs) I'm going to briefly share a couple of communication techniques that have revolutionized conversations for me. Uh, And we'll start with the first this week and make sure to tune in next week for the second. The first tip is this. We all live our lives through our own perspective. Whether you agree with another's perspective or not, that doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is that we all see life differently. And here's how understanding that we all see things in our lives differently, that we all have different perspectives can help. Often when we share something with another, we we have the expectation that they have or even should have our same view of that something. The fact is that they may not and truly they can't at all because only you can have your own unique perspective. Think about it like this. You have a set of eyes. You see the world through your eyes, not anyone else's eyes, right? So do other people, their eyes. Physically, it's impossible to see the same thing the same way as another person because you are seeing it through different eyes. See it? Seeing things differently is not bad. It's only different. And I often say different is different. Different is not wrong. When we get this and we begin to see life from a curious and wondering standpoint versus a judgmental perspective, things begin to work. So here's the most important tip within this communication tip. Begin to try to see life through your spouse's eyes. And even if it happens to be your soon-to-be ex-spouse's eyes, you might find that your perspective isn't as clear as you thought. When we do this, we find understanding of and for people, conflict lessons, communication improves, and connection is forged. There's a lot more to this, but this is a start. If you want to know more, read How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, and you'll read about this phrase that he has, and I love, stepping into curiosity and out of judgment. 
That book in part was a game changer in my understanding of good communication. Or you can reach out to me, Christy Stratton, and I can guide you through that learning. As always, if you want to reach me, you can email me at Christy at ChristyStratton.com or call me at 281-944-8043. And please keep listening each week for another two-minute tip, all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit. Hello again, friends. We continue talking about men and divorce today. This episode originally aired in 2020, and our guest psychotherapist Jeff Stuckey shared such helpful information that we wanted to share it again. Last week was part one, and this week it's part two. So go back and listen to last week's show on podcast if you missed it. And stay tuned because you'll want to hear the rest of the show. A little chair dancing dancing happening here in the studio. You know, are you guys dancing out there this morning? I hope so. Uh, We've been talking with Jeff Stuckey, and I know it's the divorce coaching hour, but we've been talking about hopefully not divorcing and I called it pre-divorce, but let's, you know, maybe even take that word off the table because when we understand this love and respect cycle and partnering with someone, we can bring that connection uh, back to get back into the relationship. And uh, you might find, well, there's that love again. And, um, and so that's what we want for you. And Jeff does a lot of work with this. And so you've heard him speak to this topic. I I just can imagine what he does to revolutionize uh, relationships and bring them back to a new place. I'm sure, Jeff, you can tell us stories of, of reunions you've seen happen. Um, but let, let's... Uh, I, I'm just going to make that assumption because more importantly, I just want to get people in touch with you. So how do they reach you and how do you work with people? Um, well, a variety of ways, um, you know, obviously licensure. Um, if you're in the, the state of Indiana, if you happen to be in the state of Indiana, stuckycounseling.com. Um, what I do mostly is the program becoming manmade.com. And it really, Christy, it is, it is, designed to attack, and I use that word intentionally because this program is not for the faint of heart. It is hard work. It will push you and stretch you and grow you um, on those those four areas of crisis um, to where you are able to participate in life uh, in an authentic way of knowing the man that you are. Uh, and that is certainly, of, of all the things I love to do, I love working with couples, and I have been very privileged to see some incredible turnarounds in relationship. Uh, but helping men function as men is something that I am truly, truly passionate about. And, you know, I love, I love that you do that because I, I have, and I've shared in shows that we've done before is I have a heart for men and, and I'm just going to go on record. I think men get a bad rap in this scenario. I don't think there's enough attention paid here. I, I think they have a tough time. And, and so I'm so glad that I, uh, that you're out there doing this work and and it is it is the the hard work because I, i'm i'm here to tell you you step into that hard work you will come through it and jeff help me remember you said something in the first show that we did um that when you go through this work the where you come to from doing this work and it was something pretty powerful and i don't know if you recall what it is but I think it was something about you will find yourself with, um, I don't, do you remember what I'm talking about? 
uh, way to put me on the spot there. I know, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> if not, it will be rightfully powerful. said what it is. Uh, well, too bad neither one of us can come up with that, given how powerful it was. Huh? <laughs> See, you're funny. Um, something like the the most connection that you've ever had in the life, and I've got it in my notes. I just don't want to take the time to look through them because I keep all of our notes because it was so important. But I, I guess ultimately um, creating the life is what I took from it, is that when you step in and you do this work, that formula I keep talking about, you find a place that you're that you come to that you didn't know you would and that strength and that resolve and new awarenesses and um I, I mean and I'm not a man we established that in the last show uh um but I'm there in my life now because of a lot of the work that I've done and so men and women alike I think um can do this but we've got to do the work right Jeff Yes, and most of us do, Christy, live in the conflict between the adapted self, who we think we are, and the authentic self, who we truly are. Mm -hmm. And finding that authentic self, it is a difficult journey. I mean, it's letting go of who I thought I was and embracing the unknown. Mm -hmm. And that is a terrifying thing. You know, it sounds great when you talk about it, but when you put that into practice, moving from the known to the unknown... Uh, is the greatest risk that we can take, and it offers the greatest reward. Yeah, and and right there. So there is reward at the end of this, and you can come out of this, and it might sound weird, but you know, how does this all apply to divorce that we're talking about saving marriages is that we want you to come out of this well. <laughs> and you're like, wait, divorce well? How does that happen? But uh, in fact, when you do this work, I keep coming back to it. It's very important. You can look at this and and in a way of let go, What to use Jeff's word, let go of what was, uh, because that's the awareness. It It's not going to be that anymore, right? The divorce is happening, facing that reality. Now is your opportunity to create what will be or what is. And uh, that letting go is tough. And so I understand that. And so... How is this applied to divorce? How can you use these lessons and learnings, uh, Jeff, what we've talked about saving a marriage, but how can we use these learnings that we've gained uh, through these couple of shows to help us as we move through divorce and maybe have that that good place, that good outcome at the on the other side of divorce? Well, I think the most important thing, Christy, that shouldn't be lost is both you and I are living evidence of this fact. Mm. We have been on the other side of divorce where it feels terrifying. It feels like I'm never going to recover from this. Nothing good can come from this. Uh, we've, we've had to traverse those grounds ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And we have gotten to the other side where we can let the past be the past and we can flourish in the present. So that's one takeaway that I think is profoundly important for your listeners to remember is that more than anything, you and I are having a discussion uh, as two individual people who have traversed this difficult ground and stand on the other side and say, hey, guys, there's nothing really special or unique about us. You can do this, too. Mm. And the things that we are telling you aren't just things that you can do. They're things that we have done 
that have gotten us to this other side where we know a life can flourish. Yeah. And I think I'm, I'm so glad that you brought that up because that is, you know, that's the, at the heart of this show is we're no different. We've been through divorce. That's why I'm here. I, I jokingly say it, but I wouldn't be a divorce coach if I hadn't gone through a divorce, right? <laughs> because that's my, that's my heart to help people and understand that you can come to the other side. But once I, ha- for me, I can only speak to that is the work that I've done has brought me to this place to now be able to help others through it. And it is, it can be a tough place, but what I'm hearing, and I referenced that we would talk about the commonalities about divorce with men and women, is right here. As Jeff, you know, talked about, we are living evidence of coming through divorce, stronger, better, more courageous, braver on the other side, uh, and you can do that too. And so, Jeff, being a man, me being a woman. And we're and I've had other people on the show who've been through the same thing. And so it's really no different in some sense for men and women that we still that formula, that wonderful formula I've come up with. The work may be different. Um, And so, Jeff, what what would you say that maybe is there any difference when we're doing the work to come through this for men versus women? I think that there, I think there are unique differences, but I think, and I want to reiterate this, that what is the pain of divorce is universal. It is a painful thing. There is another side to that pain, and I won't speak for you, Christy, but I'll speak for myself. There's nothing particularly special about me. I wish I could say I was the smartest or the this. I, I can't. All I can say is that we are resilient, we can get to the other side, and we can flourish. Mm. And that's the fact of the matter, resiliency. And we've got to do the things that we need to do for ourselves. One of those things is self-care. I talk a lot about that on the show, men and women alike. Uh, But I think it goes back to, again, is for men, we're talking about men, but I'm going to call women out to do this too, because we have the tendency to want to numb and not deal with the tough stuff, but sitting in that vulnerable place, but more so getting help. And Jeff talked about a shameless plug last time getting therapy. And I told him not at all. Is it shameless? Uh, You need help, my friends. This is a tough place. And there are people like Jeff, there are people like me, people like your pastor. Uh, Nobody does anything great alone. And so you hear me say that time and time again. Um, it, it's a place that exposes the the raw stuff. It is painful. It can be painful, but we can make it better. And that's what the show is all about. And we've talked about saving marriages. We're talking about some applications to divorce. When we come back, we'll finish up some thoughts about how we can walk alongside our brothers as they go through divorce and get some final thoughts with Jeff Stuckey. So you guys come on back. You want to hear the wrap-up of our thoughts about men and divorce. Stay with us. Hello again, friends. We continue talking about men and divorce today. This episode originally aired in 2020, and our guest psychotherapist Jeff Stuckey shared such 
helpful information that we wanted to share it again. Last week was part one, and this week it's part two. So go back and listen to last week's show on podcast if you missed it. And stay tuned because you'll want to hear the rest of the show. all about the music today. It's a little rockin' now. You know, we gotta have some good tunes on the show. We're t- <laughs> I say we talk about a tough subject. We gotta have a little levity and, hey, I don't know about you, but music does it for me, and so I I, I love that. So hopefully that gave you a little pickup. Um, we're, we're gonna talk uh, hopefully about something that can be a little p- pick-me-up for you as we've been talking about um, you know, saving our marriages and the men's role in that. Uh, And then as we've moved ahead to, um, you know, what we can do, uh, you know, take that and apply that into divorce. But now we're, you know, I want to give some support to men, Jeff. And what could you, if you're talking to, not the men out there, and obviously you're going to be talking to men because I'm going to include them in this, but women, wives, saving saving their marriage. Uh, but as we move in divorce, future ex-wife, uh, potentially, you know, what about the family? What about friends who might be, you know, guys of the guys that are going through divorce? What about kids? I know that's a lot and that's stacking. I, I kind of throw that out there. Maybe maybe there's something overarching or maybe something individually that we can do to come alongside uh, the guys in our lives going through divorce or a tough place in their marriage. What can we do? Well, I think a, an, an important thing um, is, if I could reduce it down to, would be assume the, the best and avoid blame. Mm. And what I mean by that is, you know, Christy, I've, I've done marriage therapy for 20 years now, and I still have not met someone that said I do and just didn't mean it. Mean it. None of us, and I'm sure there are people out there that don't take uh, marriage seriously, but the vast majority of people got married to stay married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree they wholeheartedly. Wanted, yeah, they wanted to make it work, um, and and so I, I just I think it's good for for me if I'm going through the divorce as difficult as, as it is to assume the best and avoid blame for friends who are wanting to support me. Please don't think differently. Don't think differently of me. Don't think that I didn't put the same amount of effort into my marriage, that I didn't want it to work, that I didn't. Now, I'm not saying if I don't need to be called out on something, call me out on something, but do that as well. Call me out on it. Right. We oftentimes assume the worst, I think, about people who go through divorce. We can be in a position of unintentionally being pious and condescending and thinking, well, you did something wrong, or if you would have done that. And, you know, the other thing, Christy, is divorce doesn't have to be catastrophic. It doesn't have to be ugly. It doesn't, we don't have to make it the worst case scenario. Mm. We can assume that both of us wanted it to work. We can assume that both of us both parties put in the best amount of effort, and it's just time to move forward. And 
oftentimes the pain of divorce can come out of the perception of divorce that, you know, while they weren't good enough or they didn't try hard enough or any of those kinds of things. And the people that suffer from that are those who are getting divorced and then the children of those getting divorced. The children need their parents to divorce well. They need them to assume the best about each other and avoid blaming each other and get to that other side of flourishing as best as possible. Um, So the best advice for that I can give someone who's around a man going through divorce is don't radically alter your perception of him. Mm. Believe in the person that you know him to be and treat him as a, as such. There's, I just kind of mind mapped all that there. And there's a, a, a couple things. I think it's interesting that you um, started with, you know, these words, assume the best and avoid blame. And, I think that goes back to what I was speaking to in the two-minute tip is put yourself in so-called his shoes and try to see it from his perspective, not automatically, as you said, don't radically alter uh, your your perspective of him or your thoughts of him, that sort of thing. And one of the things I really want to encourage people is, again, step into curiosity, step into inquiry, because when we actually take a moment to ask, we might find out something that we've now perceived wrongly, uh, that, that that's different. And so if you're coming alongside a friend, you know, ask. Um, uh, and you said something else there, Jeff, truth. A friend does tell. A friend does tell a friend the truth. It might be the hard truth. But, but you know, you know what happens when we assume, and I'm not going to say that this is a Christian station, so we're not going to go that direction. But, you know, in all of that, it doesn't have to be bad. And I've said that, and I, I clarified that even earlier, is our mindset be that it can be bad. Yes, divorce can be bad. But as you said, Jeff, it doesn't have to be catastrophic. And then finally, the last comment I have on all of that that you you said was children. And I think this sums it all up. We just did a series on children and divorce uh, when uh, just before this one. And uh, we talked to Tom Stevens about uh, children. And we were talking about seeing divorce through their eyes at the different ages and stages of divorce. And that's what we're talking about is we've got to get outside of ourselves and we've got to try to look through our friend's eyes, even as we're divorcing friends, uh, you know, the women, ladies, try to see what the guy is going through. Because if you can do that, you can forge, you can either save your marriage or can at least you can come out at it as, as Jeff said, well, and you might not think anything is well in divorce, but for the future of our kids, we need to do this. And so thank you for bringing that back around, Jeff. Um, definitely some important things to think about as we begin to wrap up here. Um, what final thoughts might you have uh, regarding everything we've talked about, um, men and divorce, that wonderful formula I put together, the commonalities, saving marriages, final thoughts for the guys and and all the listeners out there? Well, I would say that, there, that divorce is hard. Uh, it is just hard. And I wish, 
you know, we talked about this uh, in the first. I wish there was something that I could say that would make that different, but I cannot. It is hard. But the promise of you being able to not only make it through it, because you will make it through it. It doesn't feel like it at almost every point of the way, but you will make it through it. And there is another side where life will go on. And give yourself permission to get to that other side and to flourish. And if you don't know how to do it, have the courage to ask for the help that you need. I'll give another shameless plug for therapy. I just think you can get a root canal without using Novocaine, but I do not know why you would do that. (laughs) I suppose you could get through a divorce without a therapist, but I don't know why you would do that either. You know, Jeff, that's, and I like that analogy that you bring up. We, I don't know why it is, but we think that we can go it alone. And I'll tell you, the, the more that you go it alone, the longer the, the, the bad effects are going to happen. I'm a walking embodiment of that. And so, uh, and even as much uh, coaching and therapy as I have had. Uh, and so you're absolutely right. Not shameless whatsoever. We need the help, whether it's a, a therapist like Jeff at um, Becoming Man Made or a pastor or divorce coach, because that's, in fact, you know, that's what we do. Uh, we're all here to help you think through this situation as a thinking partner, um, Jeff, as a therapist, a licensed therapist, but also his program, which is more a little bit more on the coaching side, Becoming Man Made. And you found that becomingmanmade.com. And we're going to walk that path with you. We're going to partner with you in this and help you see things in a different way. And that's what my guests and I are here to do. And so, Jeff, thank you very much for being here again with us and helping us see to see and learn what we can do to come out of this well, or maybe not even have to go through this at all. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you again so much for allowing me to participate. Yeah, it's really added so much. I know that you are helping a lot of hurting hearts out there. And one thing, um, you know, I, I think apparently I love to put Jeff on the spot. He said something about uh, in his final thoughts that you will make it through this to the other side, have the courage to get help. And, and I'm going to take from that is you will be okay. And we're going to close the year with a, a, about a month and a half of messages around um you'll be okay and so jeff I'd like to invite you back <laughs> there you go on the spot again <laughs> but i always appreciate how you don't like to put me on the spot yet you yet i do i set you up for it right <laughs> no we we my listeners and i the listeners and i will really definitely hope that you will be back with us and i hope that you are so make sure you listen in for that and thank you for listening in today it's my prayer that this show helps you or someone in your life you can find us at the divorce coaching hour or you can email at me at christy at christy Thank you for listening today. I'm Christy Stratton, and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM KKHT, The Word.